0: Hello and welcome back to 365 days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, videomaker, Oakland native, and staunch believer in defunding the police. I'm also a huge history nerd. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day I'm going to share some of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's dig into today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune every day so don't leave too soon i'm gonna teach you stuff no it won't be tough gonna go a year till you've had enough it's 365 that today we're going to talk about some pretty recent history and a name that should be familiar to you on march 13th 2020 louisville police shot and killed brianna taylor a 26-year-old black woman who worked as an emergency room technician. Taylor and her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, had been asleep in Taylor's apartment shortly after midnight when police broke her door off its hinges looking for an ex-boyfriend who wasn't there. Walker, who was armed and thought it was an intruder, shot once. The officers responded by shooting 32 times. Taylor was hit and died. Police didn't even check to see if she was okay. Taylor's murder, along with the police murder of Black man George Floyd in Minneapolis in May, helped spark a major Black Lives Matter moment in June 2020. Protesters took to the streets in cities across the country and even across the globe, advocating for action against police officers who took Black lives. The protests were also the start of mainstream advocacy for defunding the police, a movement that called for reallocating police resources to different social services. The idea behind defunding the police is not so much getting rid of the policing system so much as it is to decentralize it. So instead of calling the cops for everything from a noise complaint to a mental health issue to a major crime, there would be different services that you could call that were trained to handle specific problems. And most importantly, most of these services would show up unarmed, removing the likelihood that a black life would be taken. But let's back up. Brianna Taylor was born on June 5, 1993, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. She grew up in Louisville, Kentucky, and was raised by her mother, Tamika Palmer. She graduated from high school in 2011, and after briefly attending the University of Kentucky, she decided to become an Emergency Medical Technician, or EMT. She worked as a certified EMT for the city of Louisville, then began working as an emergency room technician at a local hospital. She had plans to become a nurse. I just think she was destined to be great, her mother told The Cut about Taylor in June. Brianna just loved life, and people gravitated towards her. She lit up a room and had this aura about herself. But Brianna's dreams and greatness were cut short. In March 2020, Louisville police were investigating Jamarcus Glover, an ex-boyfriend of Taylor's who briefly lived with her. Glover was allegedly involved in drug dealing, though Taylor had no involvement. Police had gotten a no-knock search warrant for Taylor's apartment believing that packages containing drugs were being kept there. They weren't. And so, shortly after midnight on March 13th, they broke down her door while she was asleep in bed. There's a dispute between police and Walker over what happened next. Police, Brett Hankison, Jonathan Mattingly, and Miles Cosgrove, all white, claimed they announced themselves, but only one neighbor out of dozens said that they heard the cops do so. According to Walker, Taylor asked, Who is it? A number of times when the cops banged on her door, but they didn't answer. Walker called his mother, and then 911, he thought Glover was trying to break in. When cops took the door off the hinges, he shot a warning shot. That's when the officers opened fired. Five or six of the dozens of shots hit Taylor. Cosgrove's bullet killed her. She died in the hallway. Hankison shot ten bullets, a number of which ended up in neighboring apartments. Mattingly claimed Walker's one shot hit him in the thigh, although evidence suggests the bullet might have been friendly fire. Taylor's murder caused an uproar in Louisville and later across the globe, but as is the case so often in police killings of black people, justice wasn't served. Only Hankison, whose bullets ended up in a neighboring white family's apartment, was fired from the police force. He was also indicted on three counts of wanton endangerment, again because his bullets ended up in a white family's apartment. None of the three cops were charged for killing Taylor. And later, some of the jurors who sat on the grand jury that indicted Hankison, said that Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron had withheld evidence that might have prompted them to indict the officers, and also that the Louisville police had covered up the killing. The FBI is conducting its own investigation. None of this will bring Brianna Taylor back. For now, though, her name is synonymous with the fight for Black lives and police accountability, reform, and justice. So say her name, Brianna Taylor. For today's music fact, we have a very special guest. Jade Bird is here to talk about the release of one of her biggest singles to date
1: my motto um I think I wrote it was the first song I wrote in the shower and I was really kind of excited by that because I just felt you know it was a very uh kind of legendary thing to do you always hear about like the best songs being like oh I was just washing my hair and then and then I the song came to me um but the chorus literally did and, and my partner at the time has a recording of me sort of singing it um and as soon as I'd sort of finished that I got really excited by the idea and headed to the piano on my next sort of sit down when I when I really go through and start start to write and yeah I sort of um, you know patched out the song and it ended up turning into this sort of I don't know like direct I don't know what the word for it is, but I was really mad at someone for, you know, letting me down every time they came into my life. Um, and my motto, every time I sing it, I really just channel that anger being sort of like, you know, how dare you treat me like that? Like something you can just sort of walk in and walk out of. Um, and so, yeah, it ended up turning from quite a flippant chorus idea to like this huge, uh, statement from me and this anonymous person. Um, Um, But yeah, that's the story of my motto.
0: And now for our final segment, I'm going to go into my own photo archives and see what I was up to on a March 13th in my life. March 13th, 2020, I had a photo shoot and it was for all the press photos that we used for Dawn and Dusk throughout the duration of 2020. I remember finding out too that day that that was a day I had to fly back home to Oakland to be with my family because COVID was getting really bad. And we didn't know when the next time I would be able to come back on a flight safely would be. So that was, I think the next day that I flew back, but it was a really big work day. I have a couple photos of me crying because I was really excited to be in New York because I just moved there. And um, yeah, I just found out that day that, you know, a pandemic had struck and it was getting worse. And now we're a year from that which is kind of crazy to think about thanks for listening and i'll see you tomorrow go ahead and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and you can follow at 365 days Tune on your preferred social media platforms it's 365 with Tune. new facts every day so don't leave too soon i'm gonna your stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a
1: year till you've had enough. It's 365.